0: <laughs> yeah, Bobby just killed his queen, I'm, I'm guessing. Uh... Pawn Sacrifice, that's the name of the game in Mother Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Brother John Ada House, a podcast where we pick two dead people and talk about their lives. I'm your host, Aaron C., and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, James D. Say hi, James. Breaking news. Yes? That's it. Okay. (laughs) Now, what was that about Brother John? Uh, that was a lie. This is We Talk About Dead People. It's a podcast where we pick two dead people and talk about their lives. But the thing is, there's only one today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you've told two lies and we're less than a minute in. <laughs> this is going to be That's good. That's par for the course, okay. buddy. Yeah, Sure, I'm, I'm not pissing in your cereal. I'm just saying, this is where we are. Right. Okay. <laughs> we hope to keep our listeners entertained and interested while we break down this character from the odd and exciting family that is humanity. The way this works is that James and I do our amateurish best to give a basic account of the major events in this person's life and how they responded to, the, to them Yes, Him. we also what him, H- him, him. Well, it's no, th- the major events them, plural. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can't read, so just yeah. Go. Okay. So we also hope to give a fairly accurate depiction of their individual character, which is harder to do, but we're gonna try anyway. So James, who do we have this week? This week we have the Fishman, the Bobber, Bobby Fisher. Oh, hell yeah. Now, Um, should we we do a little podcast history real quick? (laughs) Sure. Okay, like a history of our podcast. Why? Who cares? (laughs) Well, I care, and that hurt my feelings, but we should say that (laughs) this is the second time we're recording this episode? Oh, yes, yes, because the first time you were basically a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was so sick. It just did not turn out well. Like, shit, I would, I would read, or rather, I mean, I, it didn't even have to be a, a prepared joke. I would say something that was obviously funny, and there would be like 15 seconds of dead <laughs> And then I'd laugh once you started the third paragraph after that. Exactly. <laughs> it was just a disaster. The NyQuil was flowing. Uh, yeah, I had all the diseases, so. Oh, God. Yeah, Second but... time's the charm, though. Yes, we are, yes. <laughs> Uh, but here we are. We're putting our, we're putting our best foot forward. Our paddles in the do river. It again. You know? Here we go. Uh, so Because, well, we, d- we deliver only the finest goods, I, I should say. And anything you sub-bar, <laughs> we throw out. That's, yes. that's what we do for you, for you, listener. Right, mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, James, yes. shall we head down to the history lab? Well, sure, buddy. If you say so, then let's go. Let's let's get going. Let's get moving. And grooving for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> we always are, dude. We always are. One man. One game. A universe of adventure. In the world of chess and chess mastery, there is only one name that anyone knows, and that's Bobby Fischer. That's who we're covering today. Uh, Bobby Fischer. It sounds lame. (laughs) A chess game? Is that... we're talking about chess? It's the game of the millennia. The game of the gods. It is the game... That separates the men from the boys and the checkers players. Alright, I'm still not on the edge of my seat. So, James, Mm -hmm. tell me, hmm, if you could expand the size of any part of your body, Uh what part would that be? Hmm... Well, there's the, there's the obvious answer of my nose. Yes. But I, I think what I'm going to do is expand Noah's Ark. Because here's the thing. You just can't fit all the animals within one Ark. And they've, I've read Richard Dawkins and whatnot. They, they just can't fit all the ducks in the boat. So I would expand Noah's Ark. And then you can fit all the animals on board and you're set to go. I said if you could expand one part of your body. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where nope. is it, Go James? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, is it's so tiny that it needs to be, never mind. Let, let's just, what Christ. body part would you expand? Uh, if I if I had to pick, it would be my eyes so I could look like Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> A bush baby? <laughs> look like a bush baby. Mm-hmm. I could see right into your soul and look ridiculous at the same time. They're ridiculously cute. Uh. <laughs> but they taste wonderful. Just delightful. Uh, all right, that's enough of that. Computer, please bring up Bobby Fisher and no one else. My lord. So, Aaron, tell me... Yes. If you had to tell me what Bobby Fisher was best known for, what would you tell me? I have to tell you. That's my job. Okay. Well. Sure. Go on. Okay. (laughs) I'm just saying it's not an if question. It's I. You got. Well, you have freedom in this relationship. I will. What? Yeah. Okay. Okay, So. Okay. (laughs) Just. Can you stop derailing everything? (laughs) Christ. I can't. I can't do it. So, Aaron. <laughs> there we go. What did Bobby Fisher best known for? You know what? I talk like a Jawa, so sue me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bobby Fisher uh-huh. is best known for being the best chess player in the history of the game. Wow, okay. Well, that's yeah. cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what did he look like? Bobby Fischer looks like the best chess player in the history of the game. Uh, sure. (laughs) I mean, it's not even worth describing. Just imagine the best chess player you can think of, and I guarantee you're imagining Bobby Fischer's actual face. Okay. I I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I I think Mm -hmm. I can picture that. Cool. So while you're picturing that, shall we move into Bobby Fischer's early life? Let's do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Bobby Fischer was a third edition first class combat droid assembled in the third quadrant Moragara sector of the Galactic Federation of Omicron 89 around the same year mankind first discovered fire. After completing combat hmm. programming and advanced strategy maneuvering at Starbase Bogatron Bobby Fischer immediately began his service to the galaxy by going on missions to discover intelligent life and market for extermination. So he sounds like a nerd to me. Yeah, so far. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But here's the thing. Uh Uh-huh. While thousands of years of flawless service were to follow, Hmm. disaster occurred in the year 1943 when Fisher's starship struck an asteroid and crashed somewhere in Chicago. Shit. Bobby Fisher climbed out of this wrecked spacecraft and immediately engaged his imitation program, reassembling himself into the form of a human baby. Hmm. At this point, baby Fisher went to the Michael Reese Hospital, selected a mother, and programmed her to believe that he was indeed her son. Wow. Okay, so obviously I'm making all this shit up, but just for a fucking joke, all right? Uh, sure. All right. Oh, oh, okay. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah, he was born in 1943 somewhere in Chicago. That's what you gotta know. That's a rough start. Yep. Uh, her. So his mom was... Uh, she had an interesting history. Mm-hmm. She had actually studied medicine in Moscow in the 1930s. Hmm. Which is, you know, questionable. <laughs> what does medicine in Moscow in the 1930s look like? Pour vodka on it. Yeah, do you just study what happens when the body doesn't get enough nutrition? Is that, like, your only oh. course? Oh! Yeah, I went there. Oh, you went there. I, I did. Oh, shit. Yeah, but anyway, so... Here's the deal: She studied medicine in Moscow. Yes, okay. but at one point during her studies, she actually had to flee uh, the Stalinist regime because Supposing. anti-Semitism was becoming a thing again for some reason, mm. uh, and her life was in danger. So the uh, the communist state is um, is necessitating that she that she leave. And this is in the 30s, of course. Hmm. Uh, So she goes to Paris, which is a great place to be in the late 1930s. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. (laughs) As long as it's just the late 1930s. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, it wasn't just the late 1930s. Uh, Because Hitler's on his way and he might, he might even be more anti-Semitic than Stalin. So I've heard, yeah, I've heard that once or twice. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's mostly just rumors. (laughs) I can't say that. I'm going to get arrested. (laughs) Oh, Mark. No, 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 it's going to stay in there. Oh, okay. Sure enough. Podcasts with no borders. (laughs) We're like doctors without borders, but. Right. Far better. (laughs) So she's like, shit. I'm Jewish, and there's all these anti-Semites all around the world. Where can I go where there's none of that? America. Yeah, the racism-free, I've heard. Yeah, absolutely Mm. racism-free in the 1930s. Sweet. So, she goes there, uh, where she is homeless and alone. Mm. Uh, Why was she alone? (coughs) Oh, yeah, her husband, the one that she was actually married to... Well, he uh, he was a German citizen, and Germans were not allowed in at this time because of that little thing called the war. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here it is suggested that Regina actually had an affair with a Hungarian Jewish mathematician and physicist. Mm. And it is possible that this man was actually Bobby's dad and not, you know, her husband. The German dude, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the German guy. So <clears throat> Regina kept herself busy by working whatever jobs would take her and she got engaged in political activism uh, on behalf of communism in the United States uh mm. while taking care of her two children Bobaby and Joan Mhm
1: all right
0: mm-hmm. Yeah so forced to flee the uh the socialist states mm-hmm. of <laughs> Eastern and Western Europe <laughs> and, and hey Let's do it here! <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we don't have racism here, so it, it'll oh, yeah. work better. There's no way it would go wrong. No. So, anyway. Eventually, the family, and I say the family, I mean uh, mom and two the children. The kids, yeah. Yeah, and they moved to uh, Once Upon a Time in New York City when Bob was six. That was disturbing. Sure. Yeah, they go to New York City. Uh, we're going to get a copyright strike. Thanks, Oliver and company. <laughs> so, anyway, here Bobby and Joan wander into a candy store where oh. some dipshit is singing about who makes the rainbows. Well, what? All right. Yeah. And it's the, two the 30s. Proceed... I mean, yeah. Sure. <laughs> so the two proceed to buy a Wonka bar. All right. And Bobby pulls back the wrapper, a flute oh, trills somewhere, and bam! Right. He's found his golden ticket. Oh, boy. It's just instructions on how to play chess. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, of course, for Bobby, this is exactly like finding a golden ticket. Oh, He's boy. Sort of, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, it's better. It's I'm better sure. than a golden ticket. <laughs> okay. It's better than getting, like, cheered for by Oompa Loompas as you die in a molten river of chocolate. <laughs> God, that's what I'm into. Okay, sure. Uh,
1: I'm,
0: I mean, I knew that, but... Are you sure you want to reveal that live to the air? Are you ready to come out? Well, (laughs) it's for the Oompa Loompas, let's be honest. All right. (laughs) We have to stand as one. So Bobby and Joan take these chess instructions and start playing the game together. Okay. And Bobby, like, clearly, right right out of the gate, is, like, super about this shit. Um... But Joan loses interest like any normal child, so Bobby ends up playing against himself quite a bit. (laughs) So after one game, like any other normal person, she's like, you know what, chess? Not really uh, my thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but Bobby's like, he's, you know... He's got like mathematical formulas and you know, right, like molecules whizzing around his head. Yep, you know, he's going into light speed and shit. (laughs) Yeah, he's going like this is the game. (laughs) This is what life's all about. It's a fucking game. It's so good. (laughs) He's going to every single Oberweiss and challenging people to the chess games. Okay, all All of them make that mistake where they put the king and the queen across from each other when you're supposed to put them on the same side of the board, the king side and the queen side. You know Mm -hmm. about that, right? No. No. I'll stop making these jokes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to reveal myself to be the nerd I really am. Okay, well, what's the the thing? What thing? Oh, never mind. I already told you the thing. That was it. Okay. Yeah, my my brain, it takes a while to to come up to where my mouth is. Yeah, so, okay. So Bobby (laughs) likes chess. Sister doesn't. Yes. And when he's seven, the family finally moves in to proper housing. And Bobby just starts reading about chess. Like, all the time. He's like, give me that book. And then he's gone for, like, eight hours. (laughs) Comes back and he's like, did you know that the pawn on... Yes! Yes, Bobby, we know! (laughs) And then he, like, sneers at you. Someday you'll see. (laughs) So his mom is not about this. She's like, boy, you gotta go outside and make some damn friends. I mean, play chess, but at least play chess with other people. Yeah. Like, sure. So he's like, nah. So she she goes over his head, right? Mm -hmm. She puts out an ad in the paper, or at least tries to, (laughs) basically saying... Hey, my kid is a loser who <laughs> likes to play chess. What? <laughs> and he needs some friends. <laughs> That's so sad. But here's the thing. The newspaper literally cannot figure out how to classify oh. this sad request. <laughs> so they just refuse to run it. <laughs> They're like, sorry, it's it's too sad. Yeah. We're going to make our readers sad. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> But they're not about to just give up completely. So no. they forward the little message to some big chess guy uh, who ends up referring her to another dude named Master Max Pavey. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, he's the Master Max of pavement. I don't know. But uh, either way, he's a Scotsman uh, who is going to be holding a big chess tournament in town. Hmm. Hmm. Master Max Pavey holding the biggest chess tournament in New York City. Yep, not interested. Still boring. I don't care if you are a master like Jesus. Yeah. uh, I don't care if you're with the Jedi Order or not. Get the fuck out with (laughs) your stupid board game. Exactly. (laughs) But for eight-year-old Bobby Fischer, this is like getting invited to a crack party. Oh, sure. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to go to this tournament, and I'm going to play against Chess Master Max Pavey. Mm. And so he does, and he only survives against this Chess Master, by the way. He only survives for a pathetic 15 minutes. Hmm. Um, before being soundly defeated by this man, Master Backs Pavey, who would later die of leukemia because he had spent his life working in a radium processing plant. Oh, oh, oh! Okay, well, yeah, that's bound to happen. That's right. But this radioactive man is not the one Bobby Fisher impresses. No, sir. A man named Carmine Nigro is watching this match and is like, Damn, this kid sucks. He can only last 15 minutes against a chess master. Yeah, what the uh, hell? I guess, yeah, I know. It's like, pathetic. I lasted at least 20. Like, And Jesus. I'm an adult man, so this yeah. is ridiculous. So, so Carmine Nigro says, I'm going to step in and help this kid out so he doesn't continue to be a huge-ass loser. Sure. So Nigro starts teaching Bobby, which Bobby loves, because... Uh Bobby's super into the chess, obviously. <laughs> Who isn't? <laughs> no. Sure, for sure. Anyway, so <laughs> Bobby attributes these lessons with uh Carmine uh to being the main reason he actually kept going with chess. Mm. Which I let's be honest, he probably would have kept going. Yeah, this kid is a he spends twenty four seven on the, the checkered board. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not yeah, for sure. But when Bobby was 13, he got a new teacher, because Mr. Nigro moved away. And mm. this teacher basically said of their friendship, Yeah, I couldn't actually teach him anything, because he was already too good. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So then Bobby starts owning literally everyone he's playing. Um, like, all over the place. You know, in the park, with the cameras rolling and the pigeons fluttering. Bobby Fishers, you know, just doing so well. And he's this young kid, you know, He's 13. Yeah. Um, and in 1956, he was carted off to Cuba by an eccentric. What? Yeah. I, I mean, I, you didn't even let me finish the no. fucking sentence. <laughs> He's carted off to Cuba. He's okay. carted off to Cuba uh, by an eccentric uh, multimillionaire. <laughs> i <I'm> sure. <laughs> who wants to show off this American boy's chess capabilities in Havana. Okay. Here, the boy Bobby plays 12 simultaneous chess games.
1: And Jesus. wins 10 of
0: them and draws 2, which is just a miserable record, I have to say. I... Well, he's I, a boy, I, remember. I, uh, but still, yeah, you're right. Drawing 2 games out of 12, I mean, that's pathetic. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. God. You know, there's going to be some chess nerd out there listening to this like, What the fuck? These guys are so stupid. Bobby Fisher was the greatest. He's not going to pick up on the on the goddamn sarcasm. We're going to get an angry email. I was a patron, but now I'm not anymore. You disrespected my hero. He's out there. He's listening right, th- right now. And yeah. you know what, Theodore? You can fuck off. <laughs> hey, okay, we're... <laughs> Just take a out. We're the only window into the the outside world for poor little Theodore. Okay, oh, that's he's true. the only. We're the only two humans he ever hears, besides the voices in his head. So we'll give him a break. I mean, right now he's probably. Typing but you out fucking that, suck, Theodore. <laughs> yeah, he's just hammering away at his checkerboard keyboard. Yeah, you know. <laughs> 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 Hello, Theodore. Anyway, so. <laughs> um, Anyway, so, despite being terrible at chess, Bobby Fischer just happens to be the luckiest man in the world. Mm -hmm. He starts winning all the time. (laughs) Uh, He wins the U.S. Junior Chess Championship at uh, 13 years of age. A little late in life, obviously, for the average boy. Um, And he gets merely second place at a championship in Washington, D.C. And is then invited somehow to play in the Lessing J. Rosenwald Trophy Tournament. Which was a tournament designed to be played by those 12 players considered to be the best in the country. So really just right place, right time is what I'm getting here. Yeah, just getting lucky, mm-hmm. alright? And, and you know, his luck runs out because he loses horribly, tying for ninth place. Mm. You know, so he's merely the ninth best chess player in the United States. So, yeah, yeah. you know, goddammit, what a failure. Um, He was actually even given a participation trophy known as the (laughs) Brilliancy Prize, that's actually what it's called, (laughs) for sacrificing his queen in order to win a game. Which, you know, all of us chess geniuses know is just a stupid move. You never, ever sacrifice your queen. Like, give up your king before you give up your queen. Exactly. Right? Like, (laughs) basic chess etiquette. I mean... you don't want to break that rule. Never lose your queen. No. Well, you've got those little guys who move in the miniature L's. You've got mm-hmm. those castles, uh, but the queen can just do everything, and that's yeah. it's really a matriarchal game, and that's the important part of it. But you cannot give up the queen. And what's worth noting is that the uh, is that in the game of chess you have to take your jumps. So you know, mm-hmm. when you're playing it next time at Cracker Barrel, just remember, when your little sister says. I don't have to take that piece because then you'll take three. You say, fuck you, child. Take the piece. It's the rules. Yep. This is the real world, bitch. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So anyway, he becomes a chess master, an official chess master. Wow. At 14 years of age, making him the youngest chess master in the country, which is surprising. It must have been like by a few days or something. Hmm. Anyway, so then he wins the U.S. Open in 1957, becoming the youngest U.S. Open champion. Okay, well, sure. He's doing all right, I guess. I mean, it's a little bit like that that movie with Shia LaBeouf where he, like, goes to the U.S. Open and plays golf and his caddy is like a child. Yeah, and then that crystal skull just comes out of nowhere and you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, well, this movie just got a lot better. Fuck George Lucas. (laughs) He hits a okay. hole in one, he looks down, it's just George Lucas like biting the frickin' golf ball. All right, Aaron, Aaron, <laughs> step away from the movies. All right, step okay. I'm, stopp- away. I'm stopping stopping. <laughs> it's a history podcast. Okay, so then then he wins the uh World Junior Championship, oh, wow. becoming the youngest US champion in the world. Um then he earns the title of International Master. Which is <laughs> I know. Whoa fucking Jedi shit how do I get that <laughs> I mean you'd have to first of all become a master of something uh uh yeah okay too much for me so okay <laughs> um and then you'd have to go international which has actually already happened uh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so anyway international master is just a fancy way of saying Bobby Fisher was an obscenely lucky young man mm-hmm. no skill at all and here he is in international Master. The Luckmeister. <laughs> but Bobby wanted something out of life more than mere chess. Bobby wanted what all fifteen year old kids want when they achieve the international fame they've been looking for their whole life. Bobby wants to go to Moscow. Oh well, alright. <laughs> yes <laughs> I mean you've been to Cuba, you gotta make you gotta get that communist bucket list off your off your mind, so sure. Right. Well, his mom was, you know, f- you know, she spent some time in Moscow and yeah. probably talking about how great it was. Didn't because, have any you know, problems there, no. Yeah, I mean, she's a communist. She's like, Moscow's great until they tried to kill me for being Jewish, but it's still great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so his mom writes a letter to some fucking nobody over in Russia. I don't even know if I'm gonna pronounce this right. Nikita Khrushchev. I don't even know who that is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, by the way, listeners, I'm just fucking around. I know who Khrushchev is. Yeah. uh He was Stalin's dog. (laughs) (laughs) So she asks Stalin's uh, pit bull um, to let Bobby come play in the World Youth and Student Festival. And Mm -hmm. Nikita's like, sure, bring that shit here. But as a dog, of course, yeah. Yeah. I didn't say a Democrat, I said a dog. Oh, God. Okay, so... (laughs) Anyway, because it's the 50s and the internet has not yet been invented, Mm -hmm. or so we've been told by the lying media, an affirmative reply arrives too late for Bobby to go. Oh. And also, his mom literally couldn't afford to send him to Moscow. She just wasn't making enough money, uh, you know, owning Republicans on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) okay. (laughs) I mean, she's got two kids. Her husbands I'm guessing, is still in Germany. Who knows? Oh, she divorced him. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, she was that <laughs> physicist or whatever. Yeah, she was I'm like, hungry. nah, nah. <laughs> anyway, so she can't afford to get him to go. So she comes up with a plan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's 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 kind of a crazy little story. Uh, Bobby Fisher ended up going on some American game show called I've Got a Secret. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> yep. So he appears on the show. And afterward, his mom goes to the producers and they're like, hey... Will you buy us two round-trip airline tickets to the motherland? And they're like, sure! (laughs) (laughs) What was their secret? I don't know. Mm. Mm. Get McCarthy in here, okay. Get McCarthy in here, he's gonna buzz by in his tail (laughs) gun. Yeah. So Bobby Fisher takes his sister Joan with him, because I guess Mom... You know, she'd had enough of Moscow, right? hmm She's like, you take your little sister. You guys go to the land of vodka and commie grizzly bears. Uh, and have yourself a merry old uh, time. So <laughs> they get on the plane and they go directly to Moscow, where they pair up with another international master named Lev Abramov. Nice. Lev Abramov. Lev was their required guide to the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. Like I said, required for visitors because really? they can't, I mean, like even Lee Harvey Oswald before he, you know, you know, pussied out on his suicide attempt. Yeah. Like he had a guide and anyway, so this guy, Lev Abramov, takes them to the Moscow Central Chess Club where Bobby Fisher starts playing speed chess with the best guys in the building. Huh. And Bobby Fischer gets as lucky as a leprechaun in a brothel because he wins every single game he plays against the Russians at 15. And remember, they're sending their best. Yeah, that's embarrassing to be one-upped by a little 15-year-old. Yeah, but he's got like 10 leprechauns in his pocket, so... That's just kind of strange then, but... Yeah, I mean... It's Russia, so (laughs) things happen. Uh, if you have more than two leprechauns, you are a kulak! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so anyway, Bobby demands to play with Mikhail Botvinnik, the a nice world word. champion at mm-hmm. the time. Uh, but the Russians say they can't get him to show up, uh, so they offer another master named Tigran Petrosyan. Uh, Bobby begrudgingly accepts this offer Mm -hmm. with uh, Mr. Tiger uh, and loses most of the games he plays with Tigran. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, so his luck's run out. Some of those leprechauns jumped out of his pockets. Yep. And this makes him have the angries, so he declares aloud that he's, quote, fed up with these Russian pigs. Uh, Oh, oh, (laughs) oh. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. In Russia, I'm... Surrounded by Russians. No one here. Angry I'm... communist Russians. Yeah, Bobby just killed his queen, I'm, I'm guessing. Uh... Pawn sacrifice. That's the name of the game in Mother Russia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the Russians are, of course, stunned by these comments because, again, he was on their turf and as a special guest. Plus, they're still smarting from getting their asses handed to them by a 15-year-old. And now he's going, I don't like you because one of your guys beat me. So they're like, what the fuck, man? And meanwhile, he just fucks off to Yugoslavia to play some more games. Sees moderate success, by which I mean he qualifies for the candidates tournament. Hmm. And also, at the same time, like every other chess tournament on the planet. And then he decides he's going to change gears, so he goes to school with Barbara Streisand and Neil Diamond, where he claims he learned nothing. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm so confused. Barbara Streisand and Neil Diamond. All right. Bobby sure. Bobby Fischer. This is a great show. Friends. <laughs> yeah. Best friends. the masters are all coming together to bring down the commies. I'm wondering if there's an alliance between Fisher Streisand, and Diamond. Yeah. Probably. I could see it. Mm. I could see it. Sweet Caroline! Communism never felt so good. (laughs) Yeah, now I want to go to Moscow just to get (laughs) away from this situation. I'm sorry, the Soviet Union's not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's... Well... I'll start a new Moscow. Okay. <laughs> so, here's an interesting thing to note. Speaking of Soviets and Moscow and all that shit. Uh-huh. Uh, Fisher's mom, like I said, was big into communism. And yeah. like I said, fucking loved the Soviet Union! Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was also super into communist activism in the States, which is nice. <laughs> um, but of course... This caused Fisher to be super over the communist stuff because he's 16 and everything his mom thinks or says is stupid. Uh, right. That's, <laughs> I think, basically his main reason for not being okay with communism. I mean, it it might have been actually going to the Soviet Union and being like, this place is fucking crazy. Yeah, the pigs, yeah. yeah it could have also been his, his mom being, like, mega Connie. Hmm. Um. But that's where we're gonna stop, with uh, Bobby Fischer's early life, and we'll be moving into Bobby Fischer's adult life. How you doing, James? I'm doing dandy, my friend. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Space dandy! (laughs) What is space dandy? I've already explained it so many fucking times. Okay. Great. Never again. Well, I was lofting you that softball, but... Uh, mm. We don't play sports. Yeah. Hey, have you cracked open that wine yet? No, but I will if you insist. <laughs> I mean, I'm I mean, not if, telling you what to do. Uh well, you're kind of forcing me to. Well, I mean, okay. I mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I mean, you're I don't want to do this, but <laughs> you don't have to. It's very uh, yeah, put the bottle down, James. <laughs> Well, that's the thing is I have a bottle but no glass. So I'm just going to have to drink directly from this bottle. I I mean, I watched you drink that strawberry zin straight from the bottle. Oh, low times, low times. Mm -hmm, Not good. No, Two dollar wine? (laughs) (laughs) From a gas station. Oh, Christ almighty. It was delicious for like the first gulp. And then (laughs) it was just a salt mine. Yeah. I can't get the cork out. There we go. You're going to sleep well tonight, buddy. Yep. All right. So when we left Bobby Fischer, he was winning all the things and was on his way to becoming the most famous man in chess. Make of that what you will. Great. Yes. The and it's guy. the 1960s, mm-hmm. and Bobby Fischer runs into this guy. You might have heard of him named Boris Spesky. Mm. Mm-mm. No? Okay. He's, he's a he was cosmonaut? No, he was the shining star of the Soviet Union's chess initiative. How have I not heard of him, then? I know! Yeah! Um, Especially since he was played by Lev Schreiber in the movie Pawn Sacrifice, which is an amazing movie. Oh, haven't seen it. He was so good as Boris Spassky that it made me, like, really become a big fan of Lev Schreiber. I was like, hmm, that guy's a really good actor. And then I stopped thinking about it. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, anyway, uh, Boris Spassky ends up actually beating Fisher at the Mar del Plata Tornamente, which sparks up what would be a lifetime of friendship. Because Bobby Fisher's like, huh, huh, here's a guy who can beat me. Hmm. Let's be friends. Huh. So then R- Fisher actually runs into his first real problem in life. And it's a woman, of course. Oh, there we go. <laughs> because, okay. That sounds super sexist, but just wait. You'll see what I mean by this, okay? All right, well, I was on board with the... First, okay, but sure, go on. Yeah, I, I know you're on board with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so, at the in the Tournament, Fisher lost his V-card to some girl he met there, and it actually totally fucked with his head. Ooh. Um... You know, to the point where he vowed to be loyal to his nerd hobby and never mix business with pleasure ever again. Oh, oh all right. so that's that's his kryptonite. Yikes! Women, you, you're a women. woman, yeah, that's. Well, well, yeah, it was one, but women as a whole could be his kryptonite. I mean, it just depends on what gets Bobby Fisher off, I guess. I yeah. Know. Well, we're, talking, we're talking about the wrong things right now. Well, so, it's the most interesting part about Bobby Fischer so far. What, that the one thing that brought him down was Lev Schreiber and a woman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So Fischer goes on to write an article for Sports Illustrated called, quote, The Russians have fixed world chess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in which he accuses several Russian chess players of colluding with one another to take him down at all the tournaments uh, yeah he's really going off the deep end here but hold on uh, there might be something to it of course because he found out that at these tournaments the Russians were all playing each other and they were like strategically drawing their games and losing their games it was like a rigged boxing match hmm. so they could get to him quickly so he'd be worn out from playing all of his games and they'd be still a little bit fresh to take him on yikes <laughs> so he was like this this shit's got to stop so he writes in the in the best place you could ever write which is sports illustrated which yeah. is of course widely distributed in communist russia <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, so that didn't stop him from winning his fifth U.S. championship. I mean, despite Russian collusion, the guy is still doing great. Mm-hmm. But he's also becoming a bit of a bitch to work with because he's constantly looking for cheaters, colluders, and plotters who have their greedy eyes setting on taking away his chess games. Mm. But he's also achieving worldwide fame because he just keeps winning. It's, it's not even worth listing all the championships and in individual games he oh. won. You just have to assume he was winning basically all of them. Yeah. Like, out of 2,000 games, he won 94%. Wow. And that doesn't mean he That's lost so 6%. That, that does not mean he lost 6%. that Okay. okay. That means he drew a percentage and lost a percentage. And I'm assuming he drew more than he lost. Probably. So so once he wanted to play uh, at a tournament in Cuba, uh, I don't know why, but his passport was denied. Uh, So Bobby comes up with an idea. Go somewhere other than Cuba or Moscow for a change? (laughs) It's ridiculous. No, he's going to play his chess games uh, at this tournament in Cuba by fax machine. Mm, I've heard of those. And they're like, okay. It's going to take forever, but like, okay. We want you to play in our game. Yeah. So they let him. It takes fucking forever. And of course, he loses several games because he's playing them through a fax machine. (laughs) He ends up tying in second, which isn't bad. Wow. Third and fourth place. (laughs) which again is not bad you're no. playing chess by facts. <laughs> yeah so Fisher then just like rounds the go the go space again and he wins his 7th US championship <laughs> uh, and then goes on a roller coaster of a time at the Piatagorski Gorski Cup right. uh, which I just have no idea what the fuck these things are um, but, he did, placed, yeah. but he placed in last for his first 8 games there Yikes. Um, But then he crushed his next seven and got second behind one man named JFK. Boris Spesky. What's the difference? Yes. After this, Bobby Fischer never lost another match. So you're just going to throw that sack of potatoes into my my field? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, there you go. (laughs) So in 1970, (laughs) he decided... Yep, you're just going to have to deal with that. All right, he's invincible. (laughs) Yeah. In 1970, he decided he was going to become the world champion in the game of chess. Mm -hmm. He goes on to compete in the USSR versus the rest of the world match in... That's what it's called, by the way. Uh, the commies really love these chess games. I know. USSR versus Rest of the World. About fair? Yeah. In Yugoslavia. All right. Where, amidst the typical Bobby Fischer drama, Bobby Fischer again crushes the competition. Spoiler alert, he never lost a match. Again. You're right. Life. Yeah. So, he goes on to win matches against the greatest minds the Soviets could offer, but after a while, he's so damn successful that the Soviets are starting to get a little bit freaked out. Hmm. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, like, what the fuck is with this guy? In fact, he beats one guy so hard that the Soviets threw this guy off the Russian world-class chess team, hmm. banned him from writing anything. Oh. Withdrew his monthly stipend and prohibited him from seeking work in his other profession, which was music. Wow. For losing a fucking chess game. Yeah, they really (laughs) gave him the hammer. Yeah, and And the sickle. sickle. (laughs) (laughs) Soviet Union. I'm against any unions. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay, so Fischer then goes on to crush everyone else so hard um, that one of his opponents said that by the end of the match, Bobby Fischer wasn't even playing chess anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Which means that finally the Soviets have recognized that Bobby Fischer is now playing his formerly unknown 5D cosmic space wizard wallhacks version of interdimensional chess. He has officially become the Bobby. (laughs) <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. The Bobby was so damn good he could finally challenge the current world champion, Boris Spisky. Oh, man. Yep. Just him. Hmm. Yeah. To a final showdown for name of world champion. So he's played Boris before, right? Yeah, but he's lost but every he time. But he lost, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is like, this is the showdown, baby. Now, I, w- I would be on the edge of my seat, but you said something earlier that makes me kind of come to some conclusions. Now, uh, listen to me. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. Okay? Mm-hmm. I said he never lost a match again. He lost there's his lighter? A, there's a difference between... Fuck off. <laughs> there's a difference between a game, a match, and a tournament. Oh. Okay? Oh. So, so there you go. It's not totally a spoiler, as long as you don't know what words mean. So... Oh. I Spesky Spesky agrees to battle it out with The Bobby. Mm -hmm. But first they have to pick a place. And Spesky wants to meet in Reykjavik, but The Bobby wants to meet in Belgrade. And the two of them just refuse to agree on anything to the point where those organizing this thing had the idea to do both. They were like, hey... We'll fly you between both. You can play some in Belgrade, some in Reykjavik. You right. Know. Yeah, since you two are such children, uh, we'll just waste a lot of resources right. <laughs> and money and gas trying to make it worthwhile for you. But the Great. Bobby backs down. Okay. And he says, okay, we can do this in Reykjavik, but we need to double the prize money for the victor. Mm. So okay. they're like, fine, assholes. So they do. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And Bobby Fischer agrees to play. He's like, yep, I'm satisfied now. We doubled the prize money. I can play chess with you now. I will play the board game. Yeah. So this is when the Bobby realizes he's in a Rocky movie. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he starts working out like mad, trying to get jacked to take on Spassky. I'm not actually kidding. He started working out. Oh. Yeah. He started swimming and running and punching, you know, great big slabs of meat. (laughs) You know. <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right. You gotta um, get the brain fluids fluing. Gotta yeah. get it fluing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, uh in Reykjavik the match is set to be televised in America. Hmm. So there's like cameras in the room and a whole The only people. thing more boring than a chess game is <laughs> watching a chess game. <laughs> On television, yeah. <laughs> on television, you're just sitting there like uh, they lean, uh, just this sound, this noise on the audio track, <laughs> and then you hear the announcer: "Bobby Fisher is shifting in his seat right now." <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Somebody's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's just great. Well, so anyway. Bobby Fischer loses the first two rounds to Spassky Yikes. because of stupid reasons. Uh-huh. And the first r- stupid reason is that he plays it all cocky right out of the gate and ends up getting squished faster than he ever thought possible. Wow. Yeah. And the second round, he actually forfeited because forfeit, forfeited, I don't care. Fitted for the four. Yeah. So he was bothered by the television cameras. <laughs> it was like, those Lame. things are making noise. Yeah, okay. I can't focus a mature man. (laughs) Yes, he's doing well. We can't Um, have it in my city. Well, now your cameras are in my way. Double the prize money. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So now Spassky knows... Here's the thing. Yeah, Spassky Hmm. knows that if Fisher decides to forfeit one more game, no matter how stupid the reason, Spassky wins by default. Ooh. And he doesn't want to win by default. He wants to actually beat Fisher so Fisher can't go around going... It was unfair. Yeah, it they wasn't. They had cameras on me. Exactly. Yeah, and forfeiture is not the same as actually beating. Yeah. So anyway, Spasky is like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you, dude, and oh, I don't care God. if I have to do it in this room or in another room. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it." So he's like, "All right." Let's go to the uh, let's go to the literal janitor's closet behind the stage. <laughs> the janitor's like, "Hey, what the hell, man? I'm in here." Yeah, kick and him out. It's quieter. I think they still have some kind of camera in there, but I really don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they played the game back there, and apparently Fisher got more comfortable or less neurotic because after that, they went back to the stage, hmm. where Fisher beat Spassky in a series of victories that officially made him the world chess champion, just like that. Yeah. S- just steamrolled him over. I don't know why or how, but he, no. he did it. He's playing 5D interdimensional wizards chess. Mm-hmm. Don't step off the board, remember. Minecraft, right. Yes, Minecraft! Exactly. That's, yeah, exactly. So after this, the Bobby went back to New York City, uh, where he was offered all kinds of jobs that would pay well, such as product endorsements, mm. you know, all that kind of shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he declined all of them because, you know, what's he gonna well, do? No, what products <laughs> do you endorse as a chess player? It's you not go gonna to be her. like cleats, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Castles. The Bobby, the new Old Spice scent, the Bobby. Nobody knows Queens better than the Bobby. Come to Queens in New York and spend your money. There we go. Yeah, that works. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. It's a chess pawn. pawn I got it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's just pawn shops who are... Anyway, yeah. (laughs) That's... That's actually really good. Ah, (laughs) ah. Yeah, so he he does endorsements for pawn shops. There we go. (laughs) Uh, Hardcore pawn with Bobby Fischer. So anyway, he stops playing competitive chess for a few years because, you know, he just beat his all-time biggest rival. Yeah. Then another Russian comes along and he's like, I challenge you. And Bobby agrees to do this on three conditions. Of course. (laughs) Of course. Number one, the winner has to win ten games in a row to be considered the champion. Number two, you say that I'm I'm the best. Yes. Uh, But also, really, number two, there's no limit on the number of games played. Oh, God. Okay. They go on and on until one of them wins ten in a row. Jesus. Which is next to fucking impossible. My God. Such a dick. (laughs) <laughs> Number three, in the case of a tie, the Bobby stays world champion and the prize money is split equally between the two competitors. Okay, now that is very reasonable in my mind. Yeah, tie except... Tie goes to the runner, sure. Yeah, except the demands are immediately denied. So mm. Bobby does the right thing, and he officially resigns his title as the world chess champion. What? <laughs> So it's like what? back to the drawing board. I'm sorry, he did it. We're what? just moving on. Okay, if I can't have my way, then I'll <laughs> then step down. I'm not the champion. Yeah. I said it, so it's true. He's such a whiner. Ah, oh, God. Yeah, you can just hear him in your head. Too. Fuck this guy. We all have a Bobby Fisher in the back of our brain, and the key to being a real human is suppressing it. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But remember, he's a combat droid, so this is, you know, he might be malfunctioning. True, true, true. So they try to, re- the organizers of this new match try to negotiate new terms, but it just never happens because Bobby's just like, fuck you. Mm. I'm going to go play chess in the corner. <laughs> uh, and this is why Bobby Fischer actually did not play a competitive game of chess for 20 years Holy after shit. his victory. Yeah, after beating Boris Spassky, he just was like, I'm done. 20 years. Imagine if you just gave up what you were best at. Like, Aaron, imagine if you weren't annoying for 20 years. I I don't know. I, It's a whole different world. I would have peace. You would have peace. Everything would be great. Yeah. Oh, he did play once during that 20-year period. Um, but against a computer. Oh. Which he beat every time. So take that, transhumanists. Well, he, he's... <laughs> he's fighting against his own let's be honest or that he, is true yeah that is true he's combat droid. droid against a computer from you know the fucking 70s <laughs> right so it's just, just a ni- shoebox with a potato battery in it <laughs> some weed in there somewhere mm-hmm. so anyway in the 1980s he moved to la and joined a cult uh i'm sorry what now yes he uh he moved to la and joined a cult <laughs> i okay <laughs> sure uh, what? Which is weird because he didn't like religion. Hmm. Um, so anyway, he became convinced in this cult that the world was uh, going to end, like right now, <laughs> which is great. He got arrested and abused by the police what? because he was walking through an area where a robbery had occurred, and he just happened to look like the guy who did it. So, oh, God. Yeah. So then he ends so, up couch surfing. What? what? <laughs> There's a lot of content in there that we just kind of breezed through. So he joined a cult. Yes. Thought the world was going to end. Yes. No more information on that. And then that... he was beat up by some cops. <laughs> I mean, there's more information on the cult, but I didn't want to dig because you know how I am with cults. I just yes. get sucked in, and then that's the episodes tr- are that's five true. hours long. Okay. Uh, so anyway, that's quite the turn. I know. So he got beat up by the cops. He's, you know, mad at them too. Mm. He probably d- needed to have his ass beat at some point in his life. Let's just that's be true. honest. You know? <laughs> Uh, so he ends up couch surfing in the home of a grandmaster named Peter Biyasis. Biyasis, I don't know, who plays him seventeen times in speed matches hmm. and loses all of them. Yikes! Yeah, Peter picks up on something in Bobby. It's a it's a kind of malaise. He describes it as being something like a depression. Bobby was too good to be beat. Hmm. So why would he keep playing? It's not a game if you can't lose. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then in 1992, the Bobby comes out of hiding to play Boris Spassky one more time. Ah, uh, the Boris. Yeah, Boris is like, hey, man, I hear you're not doing so well, so let's just do it again. I'm like, I'll really try to beat you this time. And if I do, you know that the game's still a thing for you. Mm <laughs> hmm. I don't know why he's Elvis, but th- there you go. That wasn't even that good of an Elvis impression. Shit. Well, Elvis didn't die. He just became Boris, the chess master. Right, it's... right. Elvis, mm-hmm. Boris, Preston, You're connecting Spasky. the dots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Fisher is like, okay, maybe you can beat me and I can like stop being depressed, but he doesn't. Fucking Fisher just destroys Spassky. <laughs> oh, God. And that's all for now in this story. So let's talk about some not-so-nice things that Bobby got involved with. Oh, Besides an apocalyptic cult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Besides the cult. All right. All right. So here now, we go. How, how, should we, how should we frame this? Because um, he's already not too too likable of a character. <laughs> uh, let me just say I'm this. not ready for this. <laughs> if, if you're the right kind of person, you're going to love Bobby Fischer for this kind of shit. Uh-huh. And if you're the other, better, right kind of person. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, You're gonna hate him even more. Okay. Uh, Can you mark that? I'm probably gonna cut that. Okay. Thank you. Should've said if you're the wrong kind of person. Uh, So, anyway. For one thing, just to start out, Fisher was Jewish. Right, because his mom was. Right. But he hated it. Like, Ew. Like really hated it. Like he thought Hitler was onto something hated. Oh it. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. And also that Hitler didn't quite do the whole Holocaust thing. What? Um but also that the Holocaust was a good thing even though it didn't happen. <laughs> so all right. Yeah. So so that's okay. He's 0 for I'm 2 here. It, I'm <laughs> saying it 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 didn't happen, but if it did it would have been a good thing, but it it didn't it didn't happen. It's just oh god. Okay. Well, we're on the <laughs> wrong okay. We're not even on a, a similar track here. You've got <laughs> I don't know Out where to nowhere. attack that first. <laughs> do you try and prove it it or i mean do you go over the ethical side first i I don't know (laughs) james you don't have to fan shit to make it stink you know like it's that's true yeah (laughs) this is this is this is (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna read some shit that's gonna make me sound really bad but i'm gonna Mm -hmm. read it because they're quotes they're not me saying it it's bobby fisher so let me get this straight it is Uh, not you or our podcast but someone else Yes, it is. These are these stances of Bobby Fisher alone, and not of we talk about dead people. Excellent, making that clear, even though the media is going to take it out of context. Anyway, uh, he also he called the United States,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I quote, "a farce controlled by dirty, hook nosed, circumcised Jew bastards." Uh, uh, dude, End I quote. mean, <laughs> but his stance. Uh, It doesn't make sense on so many levels. I mean, does it... He's Remember, he's playing 500-dimensional chess. I know, yeah, yeah. But it's like if we started a podcast about how much podcasts suck and should be stopped. It's... I I mean, we we kind of do that already. (laughs) That's true. That wasn't a great analogy. All right, so (laughs) he also wrote in some notebook that, quote... Quote, mm-hmm. It's time to start randomly killing Jews. End quote. So what the fuck? Yeah, that... Mm-hmm. He was a little... Uh, he was a little rooked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone boned his bishop, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only explanation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, all right. So- Throughout the '90s, he just deteriorates. It's like... I can see that. <laughs> and his rematch with Spassky was at uh, at some point discovered to be technically against the law. What? I don't remember why. I I knew what? that the first time I read this, this okay. episode, but I forgot now. Um, so he ended up becoming a fugitive from justice, and what? he just <laughs> he hits the Jason Bourne trail. Uh, but the his... much shittier, less entertaining version. Yeah, and definitely not, yeah, and lacking the uh, the, the intense music. Mm-hmm. You know, Bourne's like, do 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 Well, like, Bobby Fischer's theme is like, It's just someone stepping on a cat for three hours. This was not the movie I thought it was. He's walking through the streets of Budapest. It's <laughs> like this muted trumpet you know <laughs> yeah. so anyway he's in budapest he's in the philippines he might have had an illegitimate daughter out there somewhere named jinky young even though DNA tests proved that it's not his daughter so what the fuck okay, okay. After 9-11, he basically said that the U.S. deserved it, and that he hoped the U.S. military would take over the government and basically pull the Final Solution 2.0. I'm not even surprised. I know. He's like, 9-11, it happened, and now the U.S. military is going to be like, fuck you. We're taking over the government, we're going to destroy. Like, he said he hoped to see every synagogue in the States burning. Yeah, I he wanted to see every Jew killed in the United States. Even Nazis are like, whoa, dude, dude, cool down. I mean, what the fuck? What is going on here? Five-dimensional chess? I guess. Uh, so in 2004, he was arrested in none other than Tokyo right. for trying to use his revoked U.S. passport to fly to Manila. Why? To get some Manila wafers. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, Fisher, of course, resists arrest and loses a tooth in the process. (laughs)
1: Jesus.
0: (laughs) I think, I'm hoping it was a front tooth, so now he looks like the hick he's acting like. Yeah, he whistles every time he talks. Yep. (laughs) So, anyway, uh, he was jailed for 16 days, during which time Boris Spassky writes a letter to President George W. Bush Mm -hmm. asking for Fisher's release. Oh, Yeah, he's like, yeah, this guy's, like, clearly not well, um, you know, he said, he understood that if if George Bush couldn't get him released, he's like, you know, if that happens, if that's the case, please just send me to his cell with a chess set so we can play together. Oh, it's so chivalrous. I, it's kind of a- Chivalry isn't dead. (laughs) I can't say Bobby exactly deserves that kind of treatment, That's, That's true. (laughs) But Spassky's like, you know, I've known this guy a long time, he's off the deep end, you know, everybody knows it, I can get in there, and he'll recognize me, he'll trust me, and we can play his favorite game, Mm. and I can try to beat him again, and maybe that'll calm his mind. Yeah, that's pitiful. But yeah, so... I I like where Boris is coming from, I I respect that. yeah. So then uh Bobby Fischer gets married to the president of the Japanese Chess Association Miyoko Watai. Okay. He married her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he gets deported to Iceland. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's funny cuz he didn't want to go to Reykjavik for that one tournament and now yeah, he's yeah. It's... But the US is trying to extradite him. Okay. Um, and he's like, I'll just contact Iceland. Iceland's like, Hey, you know, you gave us a lot of cool press when you came to Reykjavik for oh. the world championship thing. They're like, We'll give you asylum. Mm-hmm. So he goes there and lives with some old friends from the championship years and they basically treat him like a sick and dying mental patient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some of his shit sure. ended up on eBay at some point, uh, which, of course, Bobby did not like because, he, you know, it's probably sold for a couple hundred bucks. He's like, this is worth billions of dollars. Okay, Bobby. Yeah. yeah. Just jump in a volcano at this point. <laughs> <laughs> this is annoying. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's 2005. eBay is alive. And that's where we'll leave our combat droid for now. Huh. Okay, wow, that took several turns I was not expecting. It's
1: what really sad.
0: Fucking, it's as complicated as a world-class chess game. I mean... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 but I'm thinking, I'm thinking, Okay. thinking, we move on to his end-to-end death. So sure. We be through with Bobby Fischer. Mm-hmm. So when we left Bobby Fischer, he was no longer the Bobby. He was back to being... Strange Bobby Fisher, Just a fish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he was doing crazy shit in Iceland, of course, and now he's dead. Wow. Yeah. It's January uh, 17th, 2008, and Bobby has finally gone on to that great chessboard in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steak and shake. Yep. To play God. <laughs> <laughs> uh... At which point, uh, he was buried in Iceland, about 40 miles outside of Reykjavik. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real international story. <laughs> but where the hell else are you going to put him? That's <laughs> <Yeah>, true. <laughs> so anyway, he was worth about $2 million when he died, and after two years of legal bullshit, because people are sad, pathetic, and greedy, mm-hmm. um, it all goes ends up going to his wife, Miyoko, who he's left it to anyway, but it took two years for her to get it, so okay. Oh, yay. Okay. There's that, and Bobby Fischer's gone. Yeah, (laughs) weird. So, what's your take? Out of 10, what would you rate Mr. Fischer? Out of 10, you say? Uh, What am I rating him based off of? Anything. Like, okay. Entertainment value, craziness. Um, Pick a category. Sure. I'm going to pick the chess skill category, and I'm going to give him a solid eight. Okay, okay. Mm hmm. And I what, understand you rank yourself as a nine point five. Is that correct? That, that's true. Out of okay. nine point five stars. So. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. What about you? what's your What's your take on this, dude? I was simultaneously super bored, uh huh, and fascinated because Bobby Fisher is a crazy son of a bitch, or was a yeah crazy son. yeah, and okay. Pawn Sacrifice is a good movie. Gets a bad rap. Um, does it? Gets, yeah. Tobey Maguire does a great job of making uh, making Bobby Fisher look as crazy as he was, and so does Lev Schreiber. Huh. Anyway. I'll have to put that on the, my list. Uh, yeah, I think that's enough about movies. Shall we head to the surface, James? Yes. All right, let's go. <laughs> Tell me, what are you going to do for the rest of your day? I'm going to play chess. Chess? Yes. Great game. It is. It's a lot less complicated than chess. You just hide in a chest and then throw away the key. And it's fun. I'm (laughs) on top of the world leaderboards. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Thanks, man. Yeah, it's... It's a step up from what I was doing before. Uh, different, different type of game. But yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Sounds good. What about you? Ah! Play chess with myself in the corner. Read books. Go crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh! I thought of another thing. I'm gonna do. Ah! Uh, I'm gonna start a movement that just tells the the truth, and spreads real hate uh, about the Swedish Finnish Welsh Americans. What? Yep. Why? Because I'm a Swedish Finnish Welsh American. No and you're not. <laughs> y- yes I am. You actually are? <laughs> yeah, I actually am. And oh. in true Bobby spirit, yeah, we must hate what we are. What? Well, uh, okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Well said. Uh, my brave ally (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, I think it's time to bring wait did you ask me what I'm going to do for the rest of the day yeah Yeah, you said you're going to do something I don't don't know and then you changed your answer I think Mm. it's time to bring the show to an end for today feel free to send all your hate mail stop it Feel free to send all your hate tweets. Ba, at WTA. Da, da, da. God damn it! Contact us on Facebook, Twitter, Minds, whatever. Ba, ba. Um, we will read as much of it as ba, we can, and not along. <laughs> if you hate us, you're probably right. If you like us, though, please consider funding the show by becoming a patron on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com/slash. We talk about dead people. Fifty bucks. Ba, ba. Shut the fuck up. I will mute you, so help me God. 50 bucks, 20 bucks, even as little as a dollar. As much as it costs to bribe a guard to give... Oh my God, I still haven't changed this script. As much, much as it costs to buy Bobby Fisher's brain helps tremendously. Are you there? Did I hurt your... Oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we forgot this other thing set up called Digital Tip Jar. Uh, People seem to like that a little bit better than Patreon because Patreon is controversial and it's also subscription-based. So if you like our shit, want to tip us, digitaltipjar.com slash we talk about dead people. Anyway, our cover art was created by the extremely gifted Ian Patterson Ian Patterson Illustration. You can view more of his phenomenal work at www.ipattersonillustration.com. With all that being said, we'll close out and let the sounds of Boris Spassky getting squished play you out. Oh, God. I didn't say literally squished. Oh, well, I mean, that's what the mind jumps to. I'm Boris. Where
2: do you live now, my boy? Where does it just I I don't live anywhere, actually. You don't have uh, permanent, you just, you follow chess, right? Right, surfers yeah. follow the sun. <laughs> and what's the money in chess? The money uh, could be better. It's, uh, get, it's getting better. You know. It's not like what you're getting. It. <laughs> it, it may be. <laughs> it's a contract. Uh, why is it that um, the Russians dominate the, the chess world? What have they got? Well, they're uh, subsidized by the government, and all their yeah. players are professionals, so they keep at it. We have a lot of talented players in this country, but for one reason or another, they just kind of fade out. They lose interest in something uh, much incentive. And you've you made some rather strong charges against them a couple of times, uh, involving... Uh, cheating. Uh, cheating, I think, is the word that I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the evidence of that? Well, they, uh, they came, they, well one tournament I played in back in is that was a specific one I was talking about... Uh, they prearranged about a dozen games among themselves to uh, eliminate me. How did they prearrange it? I mean, they had the strategy worked out among each other? Right, yeah. yeah. Well, that isn't legal, though, is it? No, it's against the rules. But, uh, oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's what I meant, against the rules. Yeah. Uh, so that, that, would be, that would be the kind of cheating. Oh, well, also sometimes they would discuss the games among themselves while it's in progress, get advice from each other, and, you know, little things like that. <laughs> I complained a lot about it have you changed you know all the press about you this has talked about your cantankerous period where you would go stomping out and say I cannot work in these lives and so forth and uh, then after the period where you were away you came back milder
1: yeah I you could say that
2: yeah. is right there have been all kinds of